Welcome to Tigers in 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Boards. I am your host, Christian Fowler. And Memphis football fans are excited this week because Auburn transfer John Broussard will be eligible to play his first game. Broussard was actually ruled ineligible for the first six games of the year after transferring over for Auburn. So he will be eligible to play against Tulane. Still unseen how much playing time he will get, if any. But I would expect him to play with Memphis' secondary struggling a little bit over the past two weeks. And I spoke with 247 Sports college football analyst John Garcia, who actually watched John Broussard play in high school to get the latest on him, to get a better feel for him going into his first week of eligibility at Memphis. So from watching him, and obviously I know it's been a minute since he was actually in high school, but just your immediate reactions, kind of what was your takeaways overall from watching John play throughout his high school career? Well, he was one of these guys that, that played early at a powerhouse, which is always, you know, for us, something that, that we kind of latch on to and, and give a lot of uh, validity for. Uh, he's at Central Phoenix City High School, which, you know, they, they just won another state title last year. It's, you know, Class 7A, highest classification in the state and uh, this this kid held his own from the jump i mean he was always kind of the frame he has now he, he had back then as a, as a you know a sophomore in high school about six foot six one long uh lean um and and really athletic i mean he's one who's been a corner really all the way uh from the beginning of, of when we started tracking him um and there's just there's kind of a savvy to his game um that allows him to to play well, um, he's he's maybe not the most technical or the most purely athletic, but he's but he's good in those categories. Um, and like I said, there's just just this this instinctual factor that he has when the football's in the air that that just made him a playmaker at a very early age. Um, and then I think shortly thereafter, he was he was like the Nike Camp MVP, um, like maybe between sophomore year and junior year. Um, so he was really on a nice trajectory from day one um, when we started seeing him in high school, and, and it helped him kind of solidify himself as, as a high three, low four star type guy, um, and one that we thought you know had a chance to make make a lot of plays on Saturdays. So he never played much at Auburn, and it's it's still yet to have his first snap at Memphis. But from watching him in high school, what was his style like? Was he more of a press man guy, zone coverage corner? What was he most comfortable with at the high school level? He did a little bit of both, um, but he's definitely more of, of a finesse guy, cover corner, um, one who wants to, to play off the ball um, and react from there. Um, he's, he's one who understands leverage, uh, like I said, can't teach the length that he has. Um, never the most physical, but, but at the same time, um, he was very unafraid uh, to challenge at the line if needed, if he was going against you know another alpha type. Uh, at that level, but definitely more of a finesse guy um, who wants to play off the ball, um, break on the ball from there, uh, using his his natural 
um, length and, and ball skills. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. So in the American Conference, there's a ton of bigger wide receivers and a lot of teams like to take shots down the field. And Memphis typically plays a lot of man coverage in those situations with the safety high. Do you think John is a type of player that can run with the receiver down the field knowing he has safety help over the top? Yeah, I think he can. I think that gives you confidence. Um, when you have the length he does, um, it helps you to reroute. I, I think there's there's kind of a a perception that, you know, the set on seven culture has made some think that to be a good corner at the line, you have to drive the receiver out of bounds or, or really, you know, out physical him. But, but really it's, it's about disrupting timing. I mean, so length um, and some physicality will do that. You don't have to get on the ground or anything. If you can just reroute him, um, you, you have an opportunity to, to mess up the timing of the offense, especially, you know, in 2019, I mean, all these offenses seem like they're timing-based, so length really combats that well um, at the quarterback position. So you don't have to be the most physical guy to make uh, a press man impact. So that's why I think there's some confidence that he could he could do that. And obviously, he's been around. You know, he's learned from some very good DB coaches. Um, so you you expect the technique to be pretty advanced at this point. He's not a young guy, uh, I believe. Well, he's got to be in his 20s by now. So um, all of those things should work um, work to his advantage. And look, he's, he's got to have a chip on his shoulder too, right? All, every transfer, it seems like, uh, has that chip on his shoulder, like, hey, this is why school X missed out on me kind of thing. So um, with that combined with the maturity that you would expect from a kid being in, in a couple of good systems for a while now, um, you should expect, I would think, a, a rock-solid contribution. So like you said, some, most of those transfers do have a chip on their shoulder and, and probably even more so with John because he was ruled ineligible for the first six games of this season. So he will uh, have the opportunity to make his debut on Saturday against Tulane. Now obviously, I don't think anyone in Memphis expects him to start this week and play the entire game because it is his first game. But you And you mentioned that you think he can contribute. So, And I know you don't know specifically about Memphis and their sets and all that, all that type of stuff, but what would a contribution look like from John? Because I think a lot of Memphis fans are curious about how this shakes up the cornerback room, and they're not familiar with John because you know he's never played here and really didn't play at Auburn. So what could a possible contribution from John Broussard look like this season? Well, look, I mean, you can never have too many defensive backs uh, in any conference, any league, uh, in this day and age. I mean, teams are five wide empty on first down sometimes. So... Um, you can never have too many defensive backs and corners in particular. Now, if he has matured technically, um, maybe he could play some inside. Um, maybe he could play some safety. I'm not sure. Um, but, but purely as a corner, um, he has the ability to, to really help you over the top and, and keep everything um, in front of you. Um, and I think, again, with the maturity and, and his athletic foundation, um, even with that chip on the shoulder, um, he's one who I think can take advantage of, of any type of role, but, but I think he's most comfortable on the outside, kind of 
classic traditional corner, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, I just, I just think he can, he can help in certain situations. Like you said, bigger receivers are the trend. Um, and this is, you know, one of the type of guys that, that is there to combat that. And that's important for, for any secondary. You mentioned his time at Auburn and, and working with multiple defensive, uh, defensive back coaches, how important do you think that time at Auburn was for him? Because he obviously got to work against SEC talent, some of the best talent in the country. So how does that help a player, or how do you think that helps a player coming from working against all that talent and then coming to Memphis and now getting his chance to play? How much does that time at Auburn really help him? Yeah, I mean, that, that DB room was, was pretty good. Um, multiple NFL guys you know, were, were ahead of him, kind of uh, holding him back to some degree. But, but there's no doubt that, you know, playing at that level for that long um, benefited uh, a, a guy like that. You know, he was always kind of a longer, leaner guy. So I think, you know, just the just the natural physicality of the SEC, there was always going to be sort of a curve there, I think. Because, um, you know, corners in the SEC, you got you got to run support. you got to be able to come off blocks. you got to be able to contain, things like that. So I, I do think that there was going to be, I guess some some point of of patience that he was going to need to display um, once he did elect to go to Auburn. But um, there were multiple coordinators, um, multiple DV coaches that he dealt with as well, which is which is not always the easiest thing. But you know the last one was more of an attacking style. So that man coverage that that Memphis is, is apparently playing a lot of that's kind of what he what he knew there at the end of his Auburn tenure. So um, I think that mentally, you know, helps as much as the the competition he went against every day or even the competition along his side in that defensive back room. So I think he, you know, he's, he's a kid who's been around multiple types of schemes, all sorts of different types of, of opponents and and peers in the secondary. So he's got to have a strong base of, of information, a strong foundation, um, and what he wants to do at this point. Um, so, again, that's why I think you give the benefit of the doubt to a guy like that who's been around, um, who who's, was identified as a playmaker very early on, you know, six, seven years ago at this point. Um, you give the benefit of, of the doubt to a guy like that, uh, a veteran who who is really the only type of guy you would expect a contribution from day one despite having, you know, had to wait so long. Well, thanks again for joining us, John. And and like I said at the top of the episode, I do think it will be very interesting to see how much he plays this week. I know Memphis' secondary has struggled over the last two weeks, and they have a tough matchup this week against Tulane with receivers like Darnell Mooney and Jalen McCleskey. So I think John Broussard will be an important piece if he does play, and I'm excited to see what he does for this defense. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers in 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.